Hi, this is Mark Verkler, and in this podcast, I want to ask you a question. Are you pursuing the dream that God has given to you? Because God has given everyone a dream to fulfill in their lifetime. And in addition to the dream, he gives us a passion for that area, and he gives us a love for that area. So it's something we enjoy and celebrate doing. It's not something hard. It's something fun for each one of us ties in with the anointings and the, that God has built in the fabric of our being. Abraham's lifelong dream was that would God would bless the world through his descendants, and sure enough, God did exactly that. The world was blessed through Jesus Christ. So, do you recall the dream that God has placed in your heart? Or have you abandoned it as being impossible? <laughs> well, guess what? It is impossible in the natural because God intends to fulfill his dreams through his wisdom, his power, and his ability, which flows in you through the power of the Holy Spirit. So don't let your inabilities concern you. Just simply go to the Spirit, ask the indwelling Spirit to, for wisdom, for guidance, for strength, for power, and then receive that flow from him and live out of it and birth the dream and vision out of that. You say, yeah, well, what about my failures? <laughs> Well, failure is part of success. You may have made mistakes, and you may feel that you are now disqualified to fulfill God's vision. Well, guess what? You're not disqualified. God still wants to complete his vision through you, and mistakes and messes are simply part of the process. I mean, look at Abraham. He lied several times about Sarah being his wife, and then he went and had sex with her handmaiden. Does that, did that disqualify him? No. <laughs> he still fulfilled the vision that God had given to him. And God said he became the father of all who believe. Romans chapter 4 verse 11. He was not disqualified by his failures or by his messes. King David had sex with Bathsheba. And then he had her husband Uriah killed. And then he went ahead and married Bathsheba. Well, did that disqualify him from being used by God? No. David repented, and then God brought Jesus Christ through the lineage of David and Bathsheba. So he still used him, and he'll still use you. <laughs> so yes, uh, God can use us, even in the midst of all of our blunders, all of our mistakes, and all of our failures. That's truly amazing, isn't it? So never let Satan whisper this little spontaneous lie thought into your mind that God's no longer going to use you because of the mistakes that you have done. It's a lie, okay? Just simply laugh at him <laughs> and tell, tell Satan that God will probably highlight this mess as part of your story of triumph and victory when he writes it all up. Now, I'm not excited about him highlighting those weak points and messes in my life, but that's just part of it. Keeps all of us humble, lets everyone know that we're all human, and God uses humans that are frail, who make mistakes, and he still builds his kingdom through them. Those people who have a vision to become a, a millionaire, they generally go bankrupt about three times before they achieve their vision. So yeah, to achieve a vision takes a lot of effort. There's probably going to be a fair amount of failure, maybe a lot of failure. Um, for us, there's going to be a lot of leaning upon Jesus. Um, and expecting him to give us these happy divine encounters, these unexpected little miracles where um, things just happen supernaturally that, that we didn't plan for, and it just opens up a door and lets us step into another level of fulfillment of the dream. 
And you should expect that to happen because that's going to happen on numerous occasions. And it's going to be God at work fulfilling it through you. All right, so below is, so now is, we're going to share some journaling from Larry Walters, and I believe it's going to inspire you to pursue your God-given vision. So inspired me to write this blog, and um, so here's what Larry writes. After my fourth day of journaling via the devotional, which we call Possessing Your Promised Land, which is on our website that you can use and download, and I'll give you a link to it at the bottom of this podcast. So after my fourth day of journaling, Here's a portion of what I heard today. And what about Mark Berkler? When he discovered that he was called to be a teacher instead of a pastor or prophet, did he just teach a class here or there? No. He took one passion to learn to hear my voice. He dedicated an entire year to that one discipline. And now he teaches hundreds and thousands, equipping my body to hear my voice. And let's not overlook the fact that there's a second and third generation as they teach others, and they teach others. And Mark is still teaching people to hear my voice, and many are grasping that vision and running with it and teaching others how to hear my voice. When what I have given to you begins to take hold in the body of Messiah, they are going to run with it, and it's going to impact nations. Yes, even as Abraham did not see his descendants multiplied, as the stars of heaven in his lifetime, it came to pass greater than he could have imagined after his death. So the timing belongs to me. Rhema needs to line up with Karios. And when that happens, there's going to be an explosion of my presence in you in such a way that it will confound everyone who sees it happen. So think on these things and allow me to show you great and mighty things that you have not considered. Grab hold of my vision afresh, for it's become stale, stagnant, and it's beginning to stink simply because you stopped stirring it up. You have quit declaring that what I have told you will come to pass. You have set aside the vision because of the wounds of your past, those done to you, and those which you have committed. So let me stir you again. Leave the timing to me. You just dream. Write down the vision. Declare it in faith. <laughs> let my love flow. Let my words flow. See it again. Capture the picture again. Let me paint it on your spirit with my spirit. Wow. Amazing journaling. Inspiration to all of us. So practical steps that I take when I pursue a vision, I'm just going to give you seven very practical things. Number one, obviously, you want to ask God, what is the dream and vision he's given to you for this period of your life to accomplish? And then commit yourself or recommit yourself to accomplishing the impossible through the grace of Almighty God. And of course, we seek, number three, we seek God's guidance by asking for him to guide us then tuning to the flowing thoughts within us, because that is his voice, those flowing thoughts, and it's present all the time. We can listen to it all the time. We can honor it, and we can live out of it, and that opens the door for the fulfillment of the dream. Number four, expect God to bring the dream to pass through unexpected divine experiences. He will. Number five, use a five steps to creative prayer, which I'll give you a link in the bottom of the podcast to those five steps. And number six, never quit believing. <laughs> if necessary, 
go to your grave believing just like the heroes of faith did in Hebrews chapter 11. And number seven, of course, we give all the glory to God for whatever he accomplishes in our life because we know it began with him, continued with him, and ends with him. And then why don't you go ahead and write up your story of the dream God given to you, gave to you, the masses you ran through, the victories you had, and the ultimate fulfillment so you can inspire others uh, to walk in the dreams that God has given to them. And you could post your story on your website. You can post it on our website. I'll give you the link to where this blog is. I'd love to see a number of stories posted uh, underneath this blog just so people can read them and be inspired by them. All right, that's all for now. This is Mark Berkler signing off. Be blessed.